Let me tell you a true story about a boy we'll call Charlie. He was only 14, and he was burned out on marijuana. He was in a stupor of permanent days. And one day, when his little sister wouldn't steal some money for him to go and buy some more drugs, he brutally beat her. The real truth is, there's no such thing as soft drugs or hard drugs. All drugs are dumb. Who's talking about Mrs. Reagan? We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that sucked and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode, the podcast that just says no to Nancy Reagan. <laughs> this week we'll be discussing Different Strokes, Season 5, Episode 2, The Reporter, in which Arnold tries to show up a girl by winning a journalism contest, which leads to him meeting Nancy Reagan. <laughs> I'm your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner. With me is... A man who needs to learn that no means no. Uh, Scoop Bitsenhofer. And we have a very <laughs> special guest this week. He's not a pusher, just a guy who's making a few extra bucks. Uh, do I say my name? Yeah. Farrell Dalrymple. <laughs> Hi, Farrell. Will you uh, introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, I'm Farrell Dalrymple. Farrell is a comic book artist. Do you want to talk a little bit about your professional career? Uh, not really. Okay. He's made really good comic books that you should read, such as Popgun War, The Wrenchies, and currently Proxima Centauri. So he's here with David Bitsenhofer and myself to talk about this drugs episode, drug-related episode of Different Strokes. So before we get into the episode, we always talk about our relationship with the show. Farrell, uh, what's your relationship with Different Strokes? Uh, well, I grew up watching it, like, when it was on television, mm -hmm. like, coming out new, and... I vaguely remember seeing Nancy Reagan on this, but I don't really remember this episode, oddly. Like, I, there's a bunch of other ones that I remember. Uh, a bunch of just... other Nancy Reagan episodes? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I remember her in general, but uh, different strokes, specifically. She really meshes with the cast. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she was kind of like a recurring character after this. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, uh, I felt like, people on this episode anyway that I've seen other stuff. I've seen other things. Yeah. Yeah, we'll cover that. Different Strokes definitely launched a thousand careers. <laughs> um, so you just you've seen it a ton. Yeah, I've, yeah, I'm very familiar with the show. Had it been a while since you'd seen it? Yeah, but I still remember the theme song. I know you were singing it while we. I just watched this episode with you. And sorry about that. No, don't be sorry. It was like a beautiful melody to my ears. <laughs> All right. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. And, uh, David, how about you? Well, we went over this, what, this is, uh, the first episode we ever did was a different stroke one, right? Yeah, and this is only our second different strokes, though, right? Yeah, which is interesting, because I guess w one of the things I think of when I think of different strokes is very special episodes, because, mm -hmm. and for me, like, I grew up, I, I, th I was a little, I'm a little too young to watch it, like, as it was airing, but watched it a lot in syndication, mm -hmm. and just what I remember is, the special episodes and how it didn't seem weird to me at the time that like every you know 10th episode of different strokes would just be suddenly something very serious about like bulimia or pedophilia i guess and uh not this drug episode like it's just like yeah that's what sitcoms do they get all serious on you yeah to me it's kind of the definitive series of this podcast like i wasn't yeah. sure what to do and it's always like oh let's just go back to a different strokes there's like at least half a dozen more that we can do yeah. before we run out of things <laughs> well when i i uh I, you asked me what episode i wanted to do i i mentioned the drug one and i was thinking the one with uh um uh willis doing drugs like <laughs> buying like pot or something for a party uh, i didn't i wasn't thinking of this episode at all but 
So I thought I was because Farrell agreed to do this episode to do the show, and so I thought uh, we were doing the one that he wanted, but it was the wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm totally cool with this one though. I'm glad we Nancy Reagan, it. right? Can't go wrong. Yeah, it's very um, yes, you can. iconic. Yeah, this is I. Uh, according to my brief internet research, this is we did the Bicycle Man, the Child Molester episode, and then this yeah. is like the next kind of most memorable quote-unquote uh or famous you know very special episode that was actually the first one i suggested i didn't realize you'd already done that yeah Yeah, we'd already done yeah yeah. jump from wkrp remember he played the pedophile yeah we might do it again (laughs) (laughs) we'll have a we'll have a callback to that one so the episode enters with arnold he's coming home and he's Mm -hmm. telling his dad about a journalism contest and the 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 prize is the the kid who wins will be the Tribune's editor for a day, which sounds like a cause for a very special episode on its own. You know? It sounds <laughs> kind of made up, like that never would happen, ever. <laughs> like, what would be the articles? I could I could see it happening in a way in which you're not really the editor for a day. You just yeah. get a title and get to like sit in an office at a newspaper at the time. Right. And maybe you get to say one story about candy and they highlight it as the kid's story or something. Yeah. You don't think there'd be like a front page article about like who's a doo-doo head? Yeah. <laughs> it's like when they gave uh, Karen Page the uh, the job on the new Netflix Daredevil show. Or just like, oh yeah. Okay. She's never written before <laughs> at all but sure let's give her uh, yeah. let's give her that other guy's job whatever his name is. Yeah I haven't I haven't kept up with Daredevil for several reasons. <laughs> yeah. It's not very good. It so Arnold's whole, meta, whole motivation is to beat that snob Lisa. So that's an ongoing thing, right? He hates this girl, Lisa. Uh, yeah, Lisa Hayes. It's also the name of someone on the Robotech show. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, she's a kid. She was named Lisa. after that, but um, and there's also <laughs> like very clearly like sexual tension. Between How about we just talk about Robotech for a little while? You know? <laughs> um, Min-Man and her like, a very beautiful special voice episode. and going against the Zentradi. Let's do this. <laughs> so I love the next scene where Arnold is like up late and he's surrounded yeah. by crumpled paper. He's been like trying to write. All that was night. like strategically placed all around the couch to yeah. make it look like he'd been throwing it everywhere. But... Yeah. But I just like his like tortured writer's soul, you know. <laughs> and his un- Mr. Drummond being so unsupportive with his like, it's like, oh, this this sucks, right, Dad? And he's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. It's like, it wasn't that bad? What was the? He had, it was something like uh, chalk and the the color controversy or something. Oh like yeah, that. you thought that was actually grounds for a good. Uh... Well, I mean, it's a start. I mean, you're supposed to like encourage your children, right? And be well, he like, lets them stay up late. He's like, you gotta go to bed, and he's like, no, I gotta write this thing, and he's like, all right. Was he coming home from work? Uh, I think he was He was just getting up for a late night snack. Yeah. Or a hot date, maybe? He yeah. seems to be dating a lot. He's just coming back from getting his dick sucked. <laughs> That's why he's all relaxed. Yeah, in, in Central Park somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was just worried about all the wasted paper that was happening there with him like typing one sentence and then just crumpling it up and like maybe you think three sentences ahead before you start on the typewriter uh, definitely <laughs> before recycling too yeah exactly <laughs> no concern whatsoever so they should have a very special episode about that about not wasting paper yeah. well nancy reagan wouldn't be on that one that's true so then we go to the classroom and uh this is lisa right is doing the boston tea party report while arnold's sleeping Oh, yeah, yes. he stayed up so late. It's pretty disrespectful. And the teacher is from where? Uh, it was uh, Keiko O'Brien from uh, Star Trek Next Generation and more on Deep Space Nine. She was Chief yeah. O'Brien's wife. All she was right. like a botanist or something. So uh, the teacher encourages him to keep looking for his story, even though it's pretty uh, last minute. And then this kid, who's his friend, just pulls out this fat-ass pill. Oh, yeah, the white pill in the little baggie. Yeah. The oversized bag. It's not even a little baggie. It's like a... It's like an average-sized sandwich bag. It's like a grocery bag, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Let's not exaggerate. Uh, (laughs) Let's stick to... Let's get technical here. Yeah, his, like, red-headed friend, who I don't really remember... Remember him having, like, a red-headed brother, like, later on? This kid Mm -hmm. Sam or something like that? But uh, Dudley was Dudley was in the house. Um, he was he was pretty regular on the show, right? Yeah, his friend Dudley. Dudley's the oh, one yeah. who mm-hmm. was in the Bicycle Man's. With oh, yeah, Arnold, he was the buddy that 
Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that got molested. Um, so this kid, <laughs> Almost, Robbie, was in 22 episodes, so he's a recurring kid. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. Not a lot after that, though, acting-wise. Uh... This is actually the his final performance. Oh, yeah. uh, he, <laughs> he had Chips. to go to rehab after it. He's in two episodes <laughs> of Chips, and uh, then he was on Different Strokes for five years, off and on, and then he died of a drug overdose, I believe. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. I might as well. Have. Oh, okay. <laughs> with, with the amount of work he got, he, you know. Um, but yeah, I love just like the the outstretched palm with like a big old pill in it, and he's like. Uh, He's like, yeah, it's an upper. He bought it at school um, from a kid who's not a pusher, just a guy who's making a few extra bucks. Yeah, he just calls it an upper. I've never bought drugs. Is Do people just call things uppers? Like, you want some uppers? I think that was the, the term back then. Yeah. For it, at least. You know. You've never bought drugs, David? Never. Well, illegal, illicitly, no. I think like maybe like in the maybe like later in the nineties it was just speed, right? Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah I've heard it of it. A, it's a, a horse of many names. <laughs> well, yeah, I just feel like upper is so generic. I don't, you won't even know what you're getting. And Todd Bridges and Dana Plato weren't in the episode very much, oddly, considering their history. With <laughs> yeah, the... Well, maybe good. that's why. Maybe they were like, "We're gonna lay low for this one." They want to be didn't want to be hypocrites. <laughs> yeah. So Arnold acts fast to set up a meeting with this drug dealer. Yeah, he acts overacts fast. <laughs> I know he uses all. Uh, Gary Coleman uses all of his body in every line he delivers. He's yeah. like shrugging his shoulders and moving his head, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't know. Just uh, he really, he really put himself into that. He's totally committed. We got over. Uh, how old is he? Do we know how old he was during this? He was older than every all the other kids in the classroom, most likely. Yeah. I bet we can. Let's find his birth date. Get the crack research. So I think time. Dudley was like a, is a year older than me. Uh, he's 1971. Yeah. I'm, I was born in 72. Just remember seeing that on the thing. But I think Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman was older. So he just looks young. Cause he was he born that. in 68. There you go. And this episode was 83. So 68, 78. <laughs> 88 so minus 10. 3. He was like 17. Is that right? That makes sense. Yeah. So it makes him look like a good actor compared to a bunch of children. Right? Yeah, I don't know about that, but I I thought he was a phenomenal. His performance was, was incredible. Yeah. So he meets the pusher in the yard, who is a another little kid. Yeah, I was good. And, like, so they're going to lunchtime, and then mm-hmm. at three o'clock is when the reports do. Yet somehow there's enough time to like set up this meeting. And then go to it and then write a report all by, in like, presumably three hours? Well, the drug dealer, he's a hard-working drug dealer. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like, I don't know of a single drug... I have bought drugs before. <laughs> and I've never... N- never Way that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> never, like, set me up with a contact and then in, a, like, 45 minutes, there you are. No, if it would have been more uh, realistic, they would have made him wait around for a long time. And he was probably then, just yeah. loitering by the water cooler or something. Or yeah, water fountain. They were like, hey, go into the playground. There's these kids behind a bush waiting for you. <laughs> you think that's what... Sure, why not? I mean, how big could that school be? <laughs> Indeed. I mean, I guess it is like in Manhattan, so it, it probably was yeah. pretty big. It was like a public school, but um, didn't seem like anyone was really clued in, like the principal and the teachers and, you know, like it, you'd think that, you know, I mean, I used to live in New York. You did too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew kids that grew up there, and there were, you know, even at the, you know, Upper East Side, Upper West Side schools, there were still lots of drugs <laughs> being thrown around all over the place. Yeah, and was it like the same age kids selling it too, like school? Yeah, that was the weird thing. It was like he was a kid their age. Yeah, yeah. Like I figured it'd be like an older kid or something. Mm-hmm. But maybe he just had, like, an older brother that he was stealing him from or something. That's what he said, yeah. Oh, That was okay. the yeah. twist, is that, you know, it was just a kid like them. That was what you're supposed to be keeping your eyes open to. Mm-hmm. And he was played by David Mendenhall, who was the kid in Over the Top. Yeah, oh. I recognized him, and I thought it was Joey Lawrence at first. <laughs> it's like, that's a Lawrence. He was also Daniel Witwicky in The Transformers, the voice of him. Oh. 
I read a little bit of his uh, history, and I guess he went on to become like a entertainment lawyer or something, and then a stage actor. This this kid. Yeah. All right. So that's why he didn't do a lot. Of, he's not done a ton of acting mm. beyond uh, the eighties. Not like that other kid who died of a drug overdose. <laughs> Are we sure that's what happened? There? <laughs> got tired of it too. In, until proven otherwise. Yes. Yeah. I... Wow, he's really got a long IMDb profile. Like, yeah, I, I skimmed. It, yeah, it's like it's longer fun. than he. You know, he wrote it himself. But I think most people do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was Mary Lou Henner's son on Taxi, so he might have been in that episode we watched. Anyway, uh, yeah, and his uh, his drugs there. He's got red devils, yellow jackets, and goofballs. Yeah, and uh, I think those are all drugs named on a Dragnet episode too. And I think those are all names of Transformers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could I would go for any of those right now. Those all sound quite enticing. Yeah, should them. we have been on uppers for this one? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, we fucked up. We should all be on meth right now. I'm on salvia, but you know. <laughs> they got some. I like caffeine. when the kid is like, and then I get. What do they try to get drugs on credit or something? You know what I mean, cash. Oh yeah. yeah, Dudley's like, you take credit cards. Well, they're. They don't want to actually buy the drugs, so they. But they don't want to be suspicious by like asking about them and then just being like, "We don't want any." So, that's, yeah. so they're acting like it with like saying they forgot their money and that. Do you take credit? And so the kid calls them total flakes. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, Lisa and Arnold talk shit to each other pretty intensely for several minutes the sexual the tension was palpable yeah, yeah it was i got i had to take a little break actually <laughs> it's too much you're sweating it out a little i had to go put a condom on oh, <laughs> sorry these are minors we're talking about yeah. oh, i'm sorry well they both have died yep. of old age out of that part out i think i was a little uncomfortable when uh kev arnold Arnold. Kevin Arnold? Yeah, Kevin Arnold. <laughs> what is this, the Wonder Years? What's yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Arnold called Lisa's brain small. How does that make you feel, David? Yes. Sensitive about my own brain? No. I, he was just being mean to her, and I felt bad for her. That's all. Well, she talked a bunch of shit, though. She held it. I mean, it wasn't. Well, she fight. talked and she's back. pretty much won everything so far, so. Yeah, yeah. well, and she really maybe Arnold should do better. Too. So, I, I love her. She's great. <laughs> I'm on Team Lisa. I just think she needs to take down a notch, you know? She maybe needs to, like, uh, not win this competition for her own personal growth. Yeah. A little Miss Perfect. I just don't think Arnold should be uh, insulting anyone for being small. Aww. Oh, yeah. Burn. Sick burn. <laughs> Too soon. That's why he didn't get invited to his 20th birthday party. Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the reason. So then the principal comes in, and he's like, Arnold, I want to talk to you about your story. And uh, Arnold's like, fuck yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the, the principal pretty much suppresses his whole... He threatens him with expulsion he for does. even bringing up that the, the very idea that there could be drugs being sold. He says he's lucky he was not expelled. He calls his, He says it's just a pack of lies. He, like, comes in and... Demands to know who did it, and then Arnold's like, I'm not saying. And then he says, then you must be lying, as if he's never talked with, like, sixth graders before. I know, he's a principal in New York, at a New York public school. Like, how can this guy be that clueless? (laughs) Or is he clueless? He just wants to shut it down. He knows Arnold's right. Yeah, it could make him look bad, I guess. You know, he could lose his job or something. I appreciate, though, that Arnold is not a narc. (laughs) You like that part? Yeah. Well, that was all Willis's uh, doing. He's like, "Don't snitch." Yeah, you know. that happens. Is that there. right? Yeah. Later on, there, like uh, Willis is saying, like, it's... I think he says it twice, even. No, he says it to Nancy Reagan. Snitching on your friends is like the worst thing you could do. Is something he said. Like... <laughs> I like when he's like, uh, he's like, "Don't snitch," and then he points to a big scar on his face. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you get for snitching. <laughs> you get stitches. <laughs> That was a really good moment. <laughs> and Nancy Reagan's like, no fooling. Yeah. She shows her big face scar, too. Uh, I like when Arnold refers to himself as Scoop Jackson. That's a good reporter name. I just said very apt. Yeah. After the commercial break, 
Uh, did you watch the same Daily Motion as us, David? Yeah, with the, yeah, commercials? With the commercials. I didn't actually watch the commercials though. Were they yeah, good? we ran out of time. We skipped some, but there was some some moments there. <laughs> it was cool because it was like it was filmed off TV, probably in like two thousand three or something. Yeah, it was BET, was like the right? Text, the texting, the texting, and they show dating. the phone, and you can. It's like a real specific year. Of, oh, it's yeah. like flip phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always comforting to see old commercials from the Midwest. <laughs> Be like, I can't believe I saved so much money. Mm-hmm. So the our, title of Arnold's article is "My School is Lousy with Drugs." That's... So the paper writes an article about Arnold's article. Yeah, apparently you can just bust into like the newspaper office and be like, print this. Yeah, it's a good story. I mean, yeah. it makes how, sense. How did the actual, the, the legit paper get the article? Did was, he submit it to them? I was going to ask you. Do you. Did you catch that, David? Where we yeah, I said he busted attention? it. And busted his strong. They said, while Mr. Drummond was on a hot date, literally, that's what they said, uh-huh. uh, Arnold had gone over to the newspaper office and basically gave him his article. Huh. Hmm. And because uh, Willis and uh, what's the sister's name? Dana Plato. Yeah. I don't remember her character. <laughs> Dana Plato. Dana Plato. They're the ones who knew about it because he presumably told them. And then Mr. Drummond asked why he didn't know about it. And they're like, because you were on a hot date. And he said, oh, all right. And then that shut him up. And so I guess he could. He had access to the right people and. It got printed like the next day, which seems a bit suspicious too. But they're like, if we were waiting for you to finish getting your dick sucked in the park, <laughs> you never get anything done. Exactly. We had to take some initiative. <clears throat> but that's how he got. That's how it got in the papers. He so the real hero of this episode is the the intrepid reporter. Yeah, where is that person? Yeah, we never see them. They're like the opposite of Arnold's principal. And is Nancy Reagan, is she, I mean, I guess it's probably not that, it's a pretty, pretty quick commute from D.C., but, like, how did she get to that? She said, I happen to be in New York. Yeah. Okay. So Nancy Reagan shows up with her posse. I like how she's got, like, an entourage. Well, it's Secret Service. Yeah. Now I know. But but they don't go into the apartment with her, which I think is not accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I feel like they would have went in there Weird. with her. I think so, too. They could have just, like, strangled Nancy Reagan <laughs> to death right there. Yeah, and no I one know. would have stopped them. <laughs> And I, I half wondered, I assume they're actors and not the real Secret Service? No, yeah. it's probably the real Secret Service were off camera yeah, somewhere yeah, close yeah. by. Standing right nearby yeah, watching exactly. everything that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably more of them, too, than just two, I'm sure. Yeah. I thought they were really good actors, though, those Secret Service guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though they didn't have any lines, I was just like, I was kind of moved by. I think one expression. of them had one line, maybe. Could be wrong. Well, I believe they could have been the real Secret Service. So. Good, good but, nod. Um, yeah, so Nancy Reagan shows up. So, they're, I mean, they're all talking about how Arnold has this article for a minute, and mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a huge deal. Yeah, I know. Really out a major story. <laughs> and then there's a knock at the door, and it's Nancy Reagan. Yeah. And it's weird, too, when she shows up, there's kind of stilted clapping. Like the audience starts to clap, and it's mm-hmm. almost like the Secret Service to tell them to stop or something. Yeah, maybe. It's like or... out of reverence, you know. Yeah, sure or she's about uh, to speak. Yeah, <laughs> shut your mouth. I like when uh, Arnold asked if he should bow. That was a yeah. good line. Yeah, yeah. should we bow? Or... Yeah. But yeah, um, what, what we should talk about that. How do you guys? What is your uh, relationship with Nancy Reagan? Well, she is the, uh, I guess the, I feel like almost kind of like the brains of the operation there, like mm-hmm. her and Ronnie. Like she was the one that told him basically to become a. Uh, sort of like a fiscally responsible right-wing Republican. Is that right? Pretty sure. And she was an astrologer. Like, she um, would kind of make, you know, help influence his decisions with, you know, if the stars were aligned and stuff. Is, what is that right? It's another thing I heard about her. I'm, I don't know how accurate any of this is, but it's yeah. like all stuff I've heard. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess... You know, she was super big into just saying no. She'd started that whole just say no thing. Yeah, and then Barbara Bush kept going with that didn't she yeah that makes sense i don't remember exactly um yeah i just know that was her my favorite part of that whole thing is when she gets the call from 
from Ronnie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the way that family sort of huddles huddles around <laughs> each other. And when, like, Arnold's cracking jokes, Mr. Drummond keeps slapping him on the shoulder. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> So then he like gives it a rub afterwards like ah, i'm not a child abuser i promise slap it a rub yeah, you gotta rub it after you slap it um and uh he's like well listen i'm recording all these conversations we'll listen to them later <laughs> you'd think that ronald reagan will at least say a quick hello to at least arnold or a quick whale well, yeah we did get an obligatory jelly bean joke throughout this too. i know even though that's... how do you feel about nancy reagan david well yeah, that's what was said. I believe uh, what she seemed more of the driving force behind Reagan and his political career. So I'm not a fan. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Like I think Reagan was a naughty, a bad, really bad president whose effects on the country we're still feeling today. Yeah, second yeah. wife. Yeah, was Is she? that she his second wife? Mm-hmm. What happened to his first wife? Uh, divorced or something, died maybe, I don't remember. And I, I think Ronnie Reagan Jr., wasn't that his first wife's kid too? I don't know. He was on SNL and did a uh, dance in his underpants with Risky Business. Ronnie homage. Reagan Jr. did? Yeah. Oh. Did he host? I think so, yeah. What? What else did he do? Uh, he was a dancer and just kind of a celebrity because of his famous father. Oh, yeah, SNL really is uh, pretty horish sometimes yeah and i felt like there were there was some kind of strained relationship with nancy and him but i might be making that up as well i believe it i bet nancy reagan had a lot of strained relationships yeah she but, seemed really sweet in the episode though i gotta say well she had an exquisite relationship with pearl the maid oh yeah, right that... that was a twist i was expecting pearl to like drop all the dishes when she came out and saw her but <laughs> yeah, then she oh, just yeah. sets them down and they like high five each other yeah what, what is pearl's story here why is she like hanging out with the washington elite she's just like a rich person's servant i guess is that, yeah, thing? She... Is that part of her character that she's like been around oh she's been around <laughs> but uh she seemed really familiar with nancy reagan yeah. is all i'm saying yeah they've been to a lot of the same uh, dinner parties and stuff i guess mm-hmm. she was nancy reagan's friend yeah <laughs> and then the best line of course is when uh arnold says who talking about mrs reagan <laughs> that was pretty mm-hmm. good yeah they i think he was contractually bound to say what you talk about at least once per episode right mm-hmm. i don't know probably you gotta give the people what they want do you think they had to clear it with nancy reagan like okay nancy mrs reagan madam president uh we have to every episode have arnold say what you talking about is his catchphrase how would you feel if he said what you talking about to you (laughs) do you think she'd ever seen an episode of different strokes that's a great question i think no do you think she got paid like handsomely for the episode <laughs> like she had a fee i don't know like scale or something because this was part of her campaign right yeah so i think it was oh, just right. a deal they made like yeah. she was this is her doing her own i think she saw that it was a ratings show uh-huh. and so she they just made a mutual agreement where like they're gonna do a drugs episode and... yeah and she'll be the focus of it and uh it'll keep kids from doing drugs i wouldn't even be surprised if like different strokes got something for letting her go on and say your stuff potentially or sponsoring they probably got more ratings for sure yeah Yeah. i mean because who doesn't want to watch nancy reagan (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i mean he was the most popular president i think like ever right pretty much yeah during the during his administration at least now he's kind of like deified seems like by the the right yeah, but he was never a good president. <laughs> but he was kind of, an, I don't know a lot of going way back, but he was a, I mean, he was a famous actor who ran for yeah. president. He was a celebrity. Yeah. He, was, he was very charismatic. He also had some college kids killed in California. Um, but he, uh, he supposedly got America out of the recession, you know, mm. which I think a lot of people wrongly blamed on Jimmy Carter. Right, and he. I remember uh, Jimmy Carter uh, putting solar panels yeah. up on the White House, and he, that was like one of the first things he did was take them down. Yeah, he became president. Well, and Jimmy Carter fucked up the hostage crisis, right? That was like the big thing. Well, famously. the, the well, that's hmm? Iran, right? 
Yeah. And they they specifically wouldn't let him go because they wanted Reagan to be president, I believe. I don't know. I just know that was uh, integral to... And if you look, like, if you look at the Red States, Blue States maps historically, like when Reagan won, it was just a big red... Yeah, that was the second United election. States. For sure. I think he won, like, everything. Yeah, he swept, like, both times. Except Minnesota. It was just so charismatic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he had. He had the charisma, and he made a lot of people feel good about being American, and so that caused them to vote for him, despite gutting america and not caring about gay people and all sorts of stuff but you know sure i mean this is back when every politician openly hated gay people and was required to i heard some story about when he met with the russian uh whoever it was the prime minister at the time i forget his name he uh they met in like the dead of winter in Russia and everyone's wearing these big overcoats and furry hats and stuff. And he just shows up with like no overcoat, just like a suit. Well, right. It's like, yeah. And yeah. just like, I'm not cold. You know, just like show like how tough he was, I yeah. guess. You know? <laughs> That's a really good Ronald Reagan impression. I know. You do a good I stole it from a uh, Greg Proops or someone like that. Oh yeah. Well, he, but this, because like this is started, of course I'm watching this and she's all worried about drugs and I'm like, maybe you should worry about the AIDS crisis that's happening. But because he, the administration specifically ignored it and actively, and they're like a journalist would ask him about it, and he just accused the journalist of being gay, basically. Wow. Like, and then I'm fairly sure as the CDC, he told, because once it started becoming a thing, he told them to look pretty and do as little as possible in regards wow. to the AIDS crisis. Ronald Reagan, yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that's when Ronald Reagan calls. Yeah. And they yeah, all have her around. And then Nancy Reagan, like, wants to come to school with him. She's, like, really eager. She's kind of like a tag-along, almost, you know? Why doesn't yeah. she address the entire school at, like, a, some kind of assembly meeting or something? Sure, you yeah. think it'd be... Why does it's it like, all have to be through Arnold? <laughs> yeah, it's like a class of, like, 20 kids or something. I feel like a lot of the logistics of how this plays out wouldn't actually work. Now, I... Maybe things were different back in the early 80s, but now, like, the president can't go anywhere without, like, you know, motorcades and streets being shut down, and and I assume the same with the first lady, you know. Well, she made some kind of reference that she'd like to keep a low profile. Yeah. That's true. But I don't think it's, like, possible anymore, even if you wanted to. But And then that that boils over into when we go to the school and the principal doesn't even know she's there and i'm like I yeah feel like he should have Principal's been alerted fucking clueless time. man oh i'm sorry i don't know if i can swear on this sorry oh yeah you totally can yeah, okay fucking swear all the goddamn you want clueless <laughs> <laughs> with alicia silverstone yeah yeah the principal really is not doing a great job at any point in this episode <laughs> it's like i can't believe the drugs exist yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah at the school uh the principal and Arnold's teacher are all in the classroom, and the principal's all pissed at Arnold still, right? That's still going on? Yeah, the teacher still thinks Arnold made everything up, or knows Arnold isn't, but is trying to save his own ass, depending yeah. on how you're... Yeah, he's, you know. he's suppressing the facts, is what he's doing. Yes. Well, they never actually get any proof that he actually met with that drug dealer. I mean, he, I mean, according to everyone else in the room except for Dudley and the redhead kid... He could be making it up still, right? Well, I guess that's true. He did make a wild claim. Robbie admits to it eventually, though, right? Oh, you're right. Well, that's, that's right. a... Uh, we're working towards that. But I as know. of this moment... Yeah. Arnold's just coming in with a wild claim and Nancy Reagan. <laughs> and then she starts outing people left and right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> I wish that, you know, like when there was injustices when I was growing up, like people didn't believe me. I could have just had Nancy Reagan come in there sure, with me, yeah. you know. First lady just shows up and validates her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, see? <laughs> she believes me. It's such a, a normal part of growing up. When you're 19 years old and you're in fourth grade, yeah. <laughs> Nancy Reagan backs up your your claims and accusations. Well, I mean, we were forget they were super wealthy. That's yeah. true. They'd never lie to you. Because class, class is uh, more powerful than race, I would say. Yeah. That's what this show is about. That was actually the uh, the working title of this show, right? Yeah. This is the theme of the entire thing. Mm. It's like a uh, white uh, Park Avenue dude adopts like two down-on-their-luck kind of urban children. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. 
and they they and get they to racism. get just a taste of white privilege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if they go into like a convenience store, they still get treated like shit. Yeah, but we wouldn't know according to the show because they never have to deal with it ever. They never discuss it on the show. Yeah, do they? Think, like, do they? I mean, never as far as I know, do they ever talk about that? Well, there's a racism episode we'll get to at some point. Okay. I would like to see that one. <laughs> you can, you're invited back for All that right, episode. I'm in. Yeah, in true uh, sitcom fashion, you only deal with racism once, and then it's fine after that. You know? yeah. It's true. It gets fixed in that episode. <laughs> but so Nancy Reagan humbly and eloquently addresses the class about uh, the drug epidemic sweeping the nation. And Lisa gets up, and she's like... Well, I think drugs are disgusting, and I'd never take them. My name is Lisa, and I'm a Republican. Didn't she call them, like, disgusting or yeah. something? Yeah, but, yeah, that was probably the best gag in the thing when she says, I'm a Republican. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're She'll like, that's not going to last Arnold long. fucking hates her. <laughs> <laughs> but then Nancy says, well, she thinks Democrats hate drugs, too, which just yeah. felt like a sign of the times because I feel like that never happened now. Yeah, I even said that to Ryan. I was like, that's very bipartisan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now they'd be like, the Democrats invented drugs. Yeah, exactly. bring them in your school. <laughs> and then someone, uh, I mean, it might be that redhead friend, he says, uh, but aren't like some drugs not that bad, yeah. like pot or something? That's the best part of the whole episode, when mm-hmm. the kid with the drugs in the first place who brought this all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why aren't some drugs? Because she's like, hey, raise your hand if you've ever done any drugs. And these kids are like, I'm not fucking raising my hand. Like, you can see the hesitation in their mm. faces, you know. Secret Service guys have their hands going yeah. into, their, into their jackets. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Got tasers. That would be intimidating. Well, the first question she asks is, how many people have heard about the school drug problem? How many oh. of you? And then, like, everybody raised their hand except one, like, Asian girl. Yeah. Which I only bring up because then when she said, like, who has been offered drugs, she raises her hand. And I'm like, so she's been offered drugs at school, but she's not aware of the school drug problem. Well, she didn't think it was a problem. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) She's like, what, you mean it's too hard to get drugs around here? (laughs) Yes, I strongly agree. The principal's mind was blown, though. He was like, what, 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 what? Drugs? At school? So then, what's her next question? Like, how many of you have done drugs? Yeah. And then, like, three of the kids raise their hands, I think. No, that's at the end. Because first she asks them, and nobody says shit. They're all keeping a fucking lid on it. Because they're cool kids. (laughs) And then that one kid is like, aren't some drugs okay? Like, pot? And then Nancy Reagan tells the most incredible anecdote, which is definitely true and about a real person. (laughs) Let me tell you a true story about a boy we'll call Charlie. He was only 14. And he was burned out on marijuana. He was in a stupor of permanent days. And one day, when his little sister wouldn't steal some money for him to go and buy some more drugs, he brutally beat her. The real truth is, there's no such thing as soft drugs or hard drugs. All drugs are dumb. And if you're involved in them, Please, talk to your parents, your teacher, whoever, but don't end up another Charlie. I actually thought they were going to go with the old uh, put a baby in the microwave anecdote, but... I don't know that one. Well, and it's... I like just the complete lack of context. You know, like, obviously someone that would beat up his sister so he more grass is... There's something else going on there besides that he just wants to get high. Yeah. You know, he just wants to get stoned and watch cartoons or something. Yeah. So, yeah, she says he's, like, permanently blasted or something. I don't remember the exact phrase. And then he wants weed. And it's, he wants his sister to go get it for him or get him money for it or yeah. something. So he beats her up. But, like, if you were stoned, I mean, he wouldn't even have the energy to raise his fist. <laughs> he would just be like, uh, uh, uh. No, if this mind. is a true story, which is obviously a big if, we're talking about a person who is willing to get violence when he doesn't get what he wants. And it's not, right. it has nothing to do with the drug, you know. If he wanted, I don't know, to watch the TV and couldn't, he'd beat somebody up because that's the type of person he is, you know. This is or if he was really. drunk. Let's talk about that, yeah. Nancy yeah, Reagan. Exactly. Or if he had, like, an abusive father or right. something or a parent that was, you know, was, like, learned behavior. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, this is what I do because I saw Mommy and Daddy do this. 
How but, about that, Nancy? Why don't you get to the root of the problem, Nancy Reagan, instead of just blaming sweet, wonderful just no. weed? Just, just say no. <laughs> just say no to uh, texture as as that. you're thinking. <laughs> so that was an amazing story. And she was ready yeah. with it, too. She oh, couldn't yeah. wait. All drugs are dumb, she says. Yeah, well, that's where it's like even caffeine i guess i don't like when you said there's no soft drugs i mean first we have to define drugs i suppose and then we can go yeah. from there but what about the cocktail of drugs that uh ronald reagan was probably on <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what about alzheimer's medication nancy yeah. reagan <laughs> so i don't know yeah it's really not a very deep message yeah so uh Yes, all drugs are dumb, is our takeaway. And then she's like, again, I'm going to give you guys another chance to come clean. Yeah. Uh, how many of you have done drugs? And then this one kid's like, I have something to admit. Which is such a great end for a million <laughs> And then it goes to the commercial like, right then. Well, that was the video. Like, that wasn't the network TV one. That was the uh, the video getting cut off. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgive you. I like how he's like, I have something to admit, and it's like, I wonder what it could be when this discussion about how doing drugs and how you should. Is he going to like admit that he steals money or something? And he's going to admit that he voted for uh, yeah. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to say. Ronald Reagan is using capitalism to run our nation into the ground. <laughs> My dad is Walter Mondale. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he admits to doing drugs. And then the two, like, meekest, nerdiest background kids raise their hands and say they did drugs. Did you get a good look at those kids? Well, no. no. First, I was going to mention that Nancy did say that that took as much courage as Arnold writing the article. Well, it's, you know, I've noticed that doing drugs makes me a lot more courageous. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's way easier to stand up for justice mm-hmm. and admit faults when you're on drugs. Yeah. And then, so then, the, the kids who also did it are pretty meek, were they? They were just like these nerdy background extra. I mean, they were clearly just like, ah, yeah, you two in the back, raise your hand. I mean, two kids. <laughs> yeah, but it I was know. just, uh, I mean, maybe that's the point, is it's not who you'd expect, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always it's, the quiet ones. I, <laughs> I totally expect them. It's true. That's fair. Those actors were probably stoked they got to do that, though. They were like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a line, but I got to raise my hand. <laughs> so then the principal's like, sorry, Arnold, I fucked up. Yeah. And then they go smoke a doobie to make peace <laughs> with each other. <laughs> and then uh, this kid's like, hey, Nancy, can I shake your hand? And she's like, fuck yeah. And then they all line up, and then she just hugs them all, and that's the end. But Arnold had to stop them first from just bum-rushing her. It's true. He's like her handler now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He manages it. all her goings-on. And uh, that's it. There was not a lot of content to this, honestly. <laughs> and uh, Todd Bridges and Dana Plato were doing blow the entire episode. <laughs> so much blow. Do you think that they were high on cocaine while they were acting with Nancy Reagan? Uh, I mean, I think there was like drug use throughout their time on that show, right? I mean, yeah, like, do you think so? That like... Their producers were like, all right, we know you guys are all fucked up all the time, but just really, while Nancy Reagan's here, this is really <laughs> reel it in. It's like, they were, the producers were probably the ones giving them the drugs. That's also true. They're like, just really, it's uh. Like diet pills and, you know. Yeah. Dana, I'm sure that's how it started. It's like Judy Garland, that's, you know. Julie Garland, the next generation. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you feel like you learned from watching this episode, uh, David? <laughs> well, <laughs> It was a weird episode. I felt like the plot like raced to get to Nancy Reagan, and then it was just her soliloquying pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I trying to recall if there's an actually a funny line throughout the episode. <laughs> like there's laugh track or pe- people laughing, but he said, "What you talking about, Nancy Reagan?" Uh, you're right. Not? You're right. I like I... the Republican line. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was actually really funny. Yeah, and then yeah, if yeah. Arnold said, should we bow when Nancy Reagan came in? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, very special episodes are usually not, like, uh, gut busters, you know? 
I I didn't learn anything. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> I, I just was noticing that Mr. Drummond didn't really say much of anything. He just had a lot of facial expressions. That's and, like, true. nodded his head and was like, he was really phoning it in, I thought. He didn't weigh in. He really didn't do his work, his job as a father. No, he was, like, going out on hot dates and... He's getting his dick sucked in the park while this whole something. thing was going on. Yeah. He comes home only to hang out with Nancy Reagan. He didn't seem too uh, impressed, either. Well, he was, like, awestruck when Nancy Reagan showed up. Well, you know he's a big Reagan fan, like... That's probably, like... Oh, yeah. He's a bajillionaire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I didn't pay any taxes last year. Yeah, he's, he's like, I owe you so much. And then, but he, he did. He did tell Arnold that his writing sucked, so that was a good parenting moment for him. And then he yeah. said, "My job is done here." Yeah. That was the point where he really stepped up. I thought. <laughs> Way to encourage your child. Yeah, yeah. You keep it. You know, you gotta keep them grounded. Don't make them dream big. Strong, strong agree. <laughs> So you didn't learn anything, David? Uh, <laughs> I I learned... No. I'm trying to think. Did I... I don't think I did learn anything. Did you learn anything, Farrell? Did you learn a valuable lesson? Uh, I learned where to buy uppers from in middle school. <laughs> from some little kid. Yeah, from the, from the over-the-top kid. From the kid from over-the-top. A la that's, Joey Lawrence. That's, look for the kid who looks like Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Always the kid with uppers. With a nice uh, vest on. See, that's where he has yeah, to he store the pot. You know, or the drugs. Why didn't it, that kid... Uh, I mean, maybe he did. I don't know. But you think he would have kicked their asses later. Oh. Like kicked Arnold and Dudley's asses. He could have. Or had his like brother do it or something. For, for outing him? Yeah, I mean, like that newspaper article comes out, and he was That's like, what? The, yeah. That was the kid that they played me. <laughs> they blew up my whole operation. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a scene where Nancy Reagan is, like, on stakeout for that kid, and she fucks him up, you know? Oh, yeah, that would have been a good follow-up. Like, okay, now you're going to tell us who your source is. Yeah, yeah, when she's done hugging these kids, she's going to go beat the shit out of that drug dealer kid. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, well, I learned the names of different uppers, such as Red Devils, Yellow Jackets, and Goofballs. Uh-huh. I think I learned that pot makes you beat people up. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. There's no such thing as a soft drug. Yeah, no, yeah. it's all hard drug. It's all dumb and stupid. Every drug. Every drug is dumb. Just, there's no hope with dope. Well, that's gonna pretty much wrap things up. This is a quick one. <laughs> I guess I mean it's we could riff on Nancy Reagan all night I think but I um, was this her biggest TV appearance do you think? Well, was she an actress at all or not? I yeah she was yeah like way like a long time ago, yeah yeah like, kind of like how Reagan, Reagan was an actor she was oh yeah, yeah she was so was his first wife I think Jane, just Jane White White Wyman or something like that he liked to bang actresses well, he's an actor. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, who doesn't, too, you know? <laughs> and since him, there's been a lot of actors turned politicians. But I feel like he was one of the first, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think. That I know of. I mean, it could have happened in the 40s or something. And I, wouldn't I mean, that's when he was an actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Ooh, she was in the Flintstone Kids Just Say No special. Mm. And, uh... Is that a live-action show? I don't think so. I don't know. She might have done like a filmed part. We'll have to watch it now. We should do an all Nancy Reagan run, don't you think, David? (laughs) Yeah. We can watch the Kennedy Center honors a celebration of their performing arts. Does that sound good? Did she ever get roasted? (laughs) Nancy Reagan. (laughs) Nancy Reagan's pussy is so stanky. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah, sorry. We could watch The Royal Wedding. In 1981. Um, well, cool. That's just going to about wrap things up. Uh, Farrell Dalrymple, thank you for being a guest on our show. I find you witty and hilarious, and I'd like to buy all your comic books. Where can I find you on the internet? Oh, um, if you just Google my name, I'm on there. I'm on Instagram mostly, I guess. But and is it Farrell Dalrymple on Instagram? Uh, Farrell Dal. Farrell is my Dal. Instagram handle. It's good that you uh, clarified. Uh, cool. You want to say anything else to plug yourself or anything? Um, it was your pleasure. 
It was my pleasure. It was a, it was a real pleasure. How about you, David Bitsenhofer? Well, I got something from the Cracked Research team. Oh, what do you got? Which is that Reagan did marry Jane Wyman. Mm-hmm. Wyman. Yep. And then, Why, man? <laughs> Sorry, that's horrible. And then they divorced <laughs> due to a difference in politics because Wyman was a Republican. And Reagan was a Democrat, apparently, at the time. What? Yeah, that Nancy sort of yeah. told him to change his whole approach. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I remember being a kid and hearing like a speech he gave about it where he was saying like they're not what they used what they used to be. Huh. Like it was like <laughs> racist kind of started as this thing and then Then they stopped owning slaves. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's just like if you say the Democrats aren't what they used to be at, but that's about the time that uh, yeah, the whole Barry Goldwater stuff happened. Yeah. The Dixie Crats. Anyways. So where can I find you on yeah. <laughs> Um you can find me at Dr. Bits on Twitter and at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. Wonderful. As for me, your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner. I have a website. It's ohyesverynice.com. It's O-H-Y-E-S, very nice. Uh, that's also my handle on Instagram and Twitter and all that crap. As for the show, a very special episode. Uh, you can see our website, a very special episode podcast.com, where you can download and stream every single episode ever of our show. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash avsepod, where you can interact with us. We love to get your feedback about our show. Twitter is at avsepod, and you can email us at avsepodcast at gmail.com. We'll very likely read your emails on the show. If you want to download the show, you can do so on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and Stitcher. And we would love it if you left us a very positive review on any of those platforms. We love getting them. I read them every night before we go to bed. How about you, David? Every morning when I wake up and when I mm. eat lunch. You do the morning routine yeah. of reading our reviews. Yeah, exactly. I guess it makes sense. It's a good way to start the day. Like I feel like it's it makes me feel accomplished at the end of the day, but you're it makes you feel positive at the start. Of yeah, the day. when I'm just like you talk too much politics, and I'm like, yeah, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to. to... This was a really political episode. Well, Nancy <laughs> Reagan in it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, how are you gonna not talk politics when Nancy Reagan's on your program? <laughs> Well, cool. That's going to wrap things up for this week. We'll be back in two weeks with another very special episode about, uh, I don't know, STDs? We should find an STD one, don't you think, David? Yeah, I guess so. Have we not done an STD one yet? I feel like we haven't, and I feel like we're overdue. Yeah. Who, who I'm gets... overdue for an STD. You are. <laughs> it's only been like three weeks, but that's the longest stretch you've gone in years, right? Yeah. All right, well, uh, until then, put some put some salve on it, some lotion on it, <laughs> and we'll be back yeah. to help you solve that Just problem. Just don't in a use few drugs weeks. for it. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that was this ABC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTB. Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAT, or the C was with that TV This podcast is kind of funny Excuse us all Cause we gotta go pee That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that